1940, and dressed casually in jeans and a light sports jacket over a cotton shirt. He was a lot taller than Blacklip and of slimmer build, and his tan, coupled with his narrow, well-defined features, suggested that he was a fit man who spent plenty of time outdoors. His hair and neatly trimmed beard had been bleached by the sun and contained only the faintest hint of grey. Some people might have considered him good-looking, although his eyes were narrow and a little bit too close together. A bead of sweat ran down from Kane's hairline, making swiftly for an eyebrow. He flicked it away casually. If the humidity in the room bothered him, he didn't show it. He stopped speaking about the Filipino weather and focused his eyes on Blacklip. He looked ready to do business. It was now or never, the moment of truth. Blacklip took a deep breath, aware that he was about to take a huge risk, but equally aware of the potential reward, the pleasure he'd get from it, the hunt, the act, the kill. You know what I want, he said at last. Can you get it? You want a girl? That's right. Kane nodded agreeably. Sure, I can get you a girl. Blacklip cleared his throat, felt a joyous tingling sensation going up his spine. She has to be young, he said, savouring that last word. Whatever you're after, I can get it for you. For a price. The tingling in Blacklip's spine grew stronger, spreading to his groin as he pictured what he was going to do. His mouth felt dry, and he licked his lips. Kane waited, his face registering nothing more than mild interest. Anything. You can get me anything. Blacklip's voice had dropped to a whisper, his mind now entirely focused on the task ahead. His whole world had become reduced to the few square feet of this tiny, dimly lit room, its stifling heat temporarily forgotten. Anything. The word was delivered calmly, yet decisively. Blacklip knew the fixer did indeed mean anything. Even murder. So, with a shy, almost childlike smile... He shared his bloody fantasy. Occasionally he stole brief glances at the man opposite him to check that what he was saying wasn't going too far. But each time, Kane smiled back, reassuring him that everything was fine, that there was nothing wrong with what he wanted. When he'd finished, Blacklip gave Kane the sort of look that a dog gives its master, asking to be understood, begging for his bone. I see, said Kane after a short pause. Can you do it? It'll cost a lot. There's the logistics of it for a start. And the risk. I didn't think they'd be missed in a place like this. After all, there's plenty of them. True. But the authorities are cracking down. That's not to say I can't do it. But it will cost. How much? 
5,000 US. Blacklip felt a lurch of disappointment. That's an awful lot. I don't think I've got that sort of money. I was hoping for nearer two. Kane appeared to think about this for a moment, while Blacklip watched him, praying he'd take the bait. I'll see what I can do, Kane answered eventually. But I'm going to need a deposit so that I can set things in motion. Obviously, this sort of thing requires a lot of effort. Can you give me 200 US now? Please tell me you'll do it, Mr Kane, Richard Blacklip said quietly. All right, Kane sighed, appearing to come to a decision. I'll do it for 2,000. Blacklip got to his feet. Thank you very much, he said with genuine appreciation.